Good evening and welcome to 48 Shades of Football, everybody's favourite English language Korean footballing podcast. And on tonight's show, we've got a host of K-League, a host of FA Cup, a lot of um, something to do with a key as well. Yeah, yeah, I got locked out last night. Is that what the key is about? Again? Again, yeah. What you done this time? Uh, I don't know. Like she claimed that I didn't take my key with me, but I thought I, I thought it was in my bag. Is that what you mean by the key, right? Yeah, it is. Everyone's been losing their keys recently. Um, also, actually, before we start, I have a minor complaint. Uh, a minor complaint or pretty major complaint? Okay. Actually, okay, fine, I, I know that around. I know that arranging a podcast is like herding cats at the moment. But, it really is. But where, where where are we? We are sitting uh, near Shindarim. Well, it's a Dorian Chan stream uh, outside that football pitch that is always looking splendid, uh, having a beer. And exactly. And how was I enticed to come out this way? Uh, do you want to go to that amazing barbecue restaurant next to the Sky Dome? And what happened when I arrived? I have to go home because it's bath night. I have to go home because it's bath night. But hey, we've got 50 minutes, so we can still knock out a podcast anyway. In fairness, I've been trying to arrange it for three weeks and I keep getting things like, nope, can't make it, maybe, and my all-time favourite, depends on the time. Um, Who would that have been? Well, I think we can tell by the voice. Mm. Um, so basically, the only way of doing it was to lie. Okay, and on that note, speaking of lying, uh, Ki Sung Young is back with FC Seoul. He is, so he either lied in January when he said you negotiated in bad faith, or... He's lying now and he's actually joined John Book. <laughs> <laughs> but it does seem like he's back with FCSO. Uh, whether or not he's on a three and a half year deal was yet to be really, really believed. Uh, but yeah, he's back number eight uh, this time around. Um, yeah, back in Korea, back in the K-League, only 31, I thought. I think he was older than that, but... Well, I remember him first time around, which is obviously shows shows my age. But, um, yes, I was here when he left. That's right. Here we left. Um, uh, eleven years, actually, eleven years, uh, almost to the day, actually, since when he left and joined the famous Glasgow Celtic. So obviously, this deepens the ties between FC Seoul and Celtic. Obviously, you had Char come back, and they've got Key come back. Obviously, you're pleased to see those ties deepen. Um, I mean, there's a you're going to have a half and half, half and half scar. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a family podcast, and I won't say he's dead to me, but. Um, yeah, I don't think I'll be having him sign any shirt anytime soon. But he is welcome to join us in the Wolfhound for the first Celtic Rangers game of the season. <laughs> but he's only welcome if he brings Cha, to be perfectly honest. And you have to say that a fit key, obviously we don't, you know, we're not quite sure of his match fitness. FC Seoul are sure going to need him. I mean, I think there's a lot of things here. Like, FC Seoul are shocking, let's put it that way. And they've been shocking for quite a while. Um, yes, they finished third, third last year, but they could have easily finished fifth, actually, to be honest, like on that last day, or last couple of games. Um, Key will bring, definitely will bring stability to the, to the team, but I don't think midfield is the problem that they so have. Well, there is some talk that he will end up playing as a, as a, as a central defender. He might need to be in goals, actually, <laughs> yeah. to be perfectly honest as well. well on, on the weekend's <laughs> evidence, yeah. Um, I mean, I think, yeah, like, in defence, they're pretty... I mean, they've shipped 26 goals, which mm. is the most of any team. And given how shockingly poor Inchon have been, that is quite a feat. Um, they, they're not really scoring either. Uh, obviously, I'm going to assume that they've used Persic's salary to take in a prop up the key deal. Uh, maybe they've got other other names that are going to come in 
maybe, I mean, maybe they'll still surprise a few people and bring in a couple of other players. But key for me, I think, I mean, you'll disagree with this, but I think key for me is, is one of is two things. I think one is a, it's to calm the fans down. I mean, so we're currently second bottom. Uh, only a shock and they put Inchon and Asangju are stopping the fans from being worried about a playoff or relegation. So I think part of it is to keep the fans, or not keep the fans happy because they're not happy, but you know make them at least look as if they're trying to do yeah. something about the situation. And my other thing is I think I think it's living in the glory days of him so where sponsored owned by GS and we're a big club. I think mm-hmm. I think we talked about this on on the group chat. You know you've got like. If you saw, you've got Super and Blue Wings. They aren't much bigger these days than Songnam, Inchon. No, uh, and as, as I said, I, I said on the group chat, only only half tongue in cheek. I can I can see I can foresee the day coming quite soon when it's a badge of honour to support a poor hard scrabble company team rather than a team that's living on the largesse of taxpayers who have got no say if they fund the yes. fund the team at all. Um, except for Hyundai, that that's what's happening right now. Yeah, I mean it's like. I think John Book and, and Ulsan are just they're just they're so far ahead of everyone else. I mean, it's like, like and then you've got Daegu who have done it the right way. I mean, whether you know Songnam, you know Seoul can can kind of look at that model and say, okay, let's go back and kind of retry and do something like Daegu. But then again, you take Sazina out of Daegu and Daegu are, are relegated. I mean, uh, you've got teams like uh, Pohang that are steady, Gangwon. You know, somehow well, we, we can somehow we can play that game for everyone. You take Junior out of Ulsan and they're not yeah. winning the league. So yeah, but I mean, I, they, what, what what I'm trying to say is, I think you have like John Book and Ulsan are still the two big company-owned Chebol clubs, and I think you know other teams need to realise that it's time to readdress their their business model mm. if they want to compete again. Because honestly, yeah, Samsung don't own Blue Wings and GS don't look as if they're interested in, in so. Uh, you mentioned one of those teams that's had its funding pretty much uh, withdrawn, Suwon Blue Wings. They got rid of their manager last week, and like most teams, they, they got a, a, a post-manager-fired bounce. They only lost 1-0 to Songnam. They did indeed. It could have been five. Yeah. <laughs> it, could have been any, it could have been any number that you wanted to choose. I mean, it, it was insane. You watched um, the game, I assume. I, I did. I, get my, my, I had discussed with my family. Uh, I, had, I had kind of made that the pivotal priority of the weekend so all all baths and feedings were uh, <laughs> kind of orchestrated and revolved around the game so, so, I missed, so you had your bath and you, you, you I had, had my you bath and I had my dinner yeah. and she changed my nappy and I put on some new clothes um, and, uh, and I sat down with a can of magpie stout to watch the game uh, I missed the first 10 minutes I think so you watched it at home I watched it at home I thought, yeah. I'm sorry to digress but I thought you had a no TV in front of the baby rule I do so I put him sport doesn't count nope I put Sh- the sport shouldn't count <laughs> shouldn't count I put the baby in his favourite little bouncing saucer uh, and I put him just at the door of the living room where he couldn't actually see the TV unless he had a mirror and I could still kind of watch him or pretend I was watching him while the dog and my wife had food and stuff father of the year okay um, tell us again, tell us about the game so the game I think wow Songnam the last time that we played uh, Blue Wings, we we went with no strikers up up front. Uh, Key was uh, Key. Uh, Kim Namin was still kind of getting into his, his kind of managerial groove, I guess. Uh, I think he's still getting into. I his think managerial oh, he's, he's, groove. he still is, but what I want to mean is like he 
he had, he had an idea in that game of maybe trying to frustrate for the first half and win it in the second. It worked well against Seoul uh, when Tommy scored it in the last minute. But we were outplayed that day and we looked a shocking team. We then went on a, a pretty bad run of games, um, winless in, in seven actually. Uh, but one of those bad games was we drew to East with John Book when he went, he moved to a 3 6 1 formation. Um, and he played the same formation against Songnam, against Blue Wings, and we just ran all over him from, from kick off. I mean, the game, the game was just, it was one of the most one sided games I think I've seen in a long time. One the of the most one sided 1 nils you'll see in, in, quite, a, in quite a while. Um, we hit the post in the first half. Now, Ma Sang Ho, um, who is slowly um, finding fitness and finding form and finding a place in, in Kim's um, setup. Again, he dropped Glory, who has now been dropped for three games after that 4 0 Pohang defeat. Um, he also dropped uh, Hong Shi Yu, has been dropped right out of the team, uh, and Yang Dong Hyung was on the bench, so he went like, with, just, with the one guy up front. Um, he brought on Iskandarov, the Uzbekistani. Uh, halfway, just maybe 10 minutes in, in, in the second half uh, and he would score a goal which was uh, chopped off on VAR or by VAR or have you want to buy a, bar, a VAR review and then it was uh, Yi Chang Yong who we signed from Ulsan uh, who scored with a header uh, from an Iskandarov corner Iskandarov is a class act He's, he should never be out of that team to be perfectly honest he is he's a fantastic player um, Interestingly, on that VAR, the KFA themselves have not apologised, but have admitted that they got it wrong and the goal should have stood. What I found quite interesting was there's a countdown on VAR that there is at the basketball, uh, the baseball. I didn't know that actually. Right. And the, during the game, when he was reviewing VAR, when the referee was reviewing VAR, they actually put the counter up on the screen. And it was like 10, 9, 8, 7. And uh, I don't think he had a clue to be perfectly honest as to why it was called back right I don't think the referee had any clue what was wrong with it I think he was looking at it and the timer was counting down he couldn't see anything and I, I honestly think he just went uh, no goal uh, just no. okay if I've been told to var it I'll just say yeah. there must be a reason for it yeah. so I can't see it but maybe I'm stupid yeah because yeah. Yeah, he basically stood there looking at it and I think he was like what am I looking at what is supposed to be wrong and I don't think he had any clue uh, why he was why he was called back? And I think that is an issue, of, and that's why I'm always so so almost proud of these referees when they get told to go and var something, but they go and look at it, and they're like, "Nope, I was right first time." Because yeah. it's so easy to go the other way, which is what happened. Uh, obviously, what happened there? I mean, interestingly, no Blue Wings player protested. Um, the goalkeeper looked distraught at conceding the goal. The ball was then placed in the in the centre circle, and Blue Wings got ready to kick off. All that happened. Everyone went back to their starting formations, so to speak. Well, he was looking on on VAR. It was, yeah, there was no reason to to, to chuck it off. Um, thankfully, Songnam. It didn't matter. It didn't matter, and Songnam scored. And then, right at the death, uh, we could have made it two 0 but uh, for the life of me, I can't remember who was clean through. Um, and he chipped the keeper as. Um, the Blue Wings keeper ran out and it bounced just before the line and over the top of the bar. I got so many, so many good memories of last minute goals in the away end at Suwon with different different teams. Uh, Kee Sung Young actually was one of them when he did his uh, kangaroo hop yep. celebration 
uh, which was uh, amazing. Do you remember? Do you remember that one? I wasn't there. You, I know. I know you weren't there, but uh, that, that I've was seen celebration. that was that was one of the best ones. That was the last minute. Uh, that was the one where I think where Dayan went running down the line on crutches, which was quite amusing. Um, obviously, obviously, go your go your hands. Uh, last minute diving header for FC Seoul uh, one year was very good as well. My favourite one was the equaliser for uh, Songnam. Uh, and it was Server Jeparov. Yeah. Beautiful goal. Beautiful goal. Um, Placed perfectly by Jung Sung Rong. And then he did his then he did his uh, little uh, somersault, yeah. sa- um, and that was precisely three minutes after Mark had, in anger, decided he was going to depart the stadium uh, because uh, he was taking the defeat personally. Yep. And um, and couldn't get back in. Couldn't get back in because the security guard, security guard had been waiting all afternoon to do that to you because you'd been winding him up all afternoon. <laughs> yep. It was oh my goodness, that was a, a brilliant, brilliant moment. But we did go to that wonderful Kamchatang restaurant in Suwon afterwards, and then you did watch the goal about twenty-five times on Naver. Uh, we didn't do that. Okay, no, no. No, we actually went for uh, we went to that um, chicken hoff uh, next to on the main street uh, and. A bunch of Blue Wings fans came in. No, that was a, a. I won't say what game that was. That was at. We definitely went to the Camden okay. restaurant that day. Definitely. And anyway, um, moving on. Uh, I want your, your opinion actually on 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 on, on Sue on Blue Wings. I'm I'm thinking they're not very good. So it's an interesting thing because I think uh, the chief. Who's asked, worse, Seoul or Sue? So, so the chief asked the same question and. Um, I don't, you know, I'm not one to, I don't really care uh, who on the group chat is a Soul fan, a Songnam fan, a Blue Wings fan or whatever, I don't really care. Uh, and I didn't see what I said because um, of Soul fans, they, I think Blue Wings are by far worse than Soul. And I think Blue Wings are actually the worst team I've seen us play. Um, but they've got Adam Taggart. I'm going to explain that, yeah, and you just took the words okay, out of my mouth. Okay, sorry. They have Adam Taggart. Um, and Taggart almost scored uh, against the run of play. I mean, completely against the run of play on, on, on Sunday. I think uh, so have something that Blue Wings don't, and that is... Park Young? Yes. For want of a better word, yeah. Um, so have youthful enough, let's call them, mm-hmm. uh, big game players. Yom Ki-hun is by far a big game player. He's just past it. He's past it, he's gone. Great career, great player, but... He's past it. You just know he's going to score a hat trick against you in the FA Cup now, don't probably, you? Probably, probably, yeah. Uh, but at FC Seoul, you have Park Chu Young, Go Johan, Osmar, and Aoki. And those four players will drag Seoul kicking and screaming to a victory, or at the very least, a draw. Uh, Blue Wings just don't have those players. They, they don't have them. Like, Hong Chou's gone, um, Dom Kihun, his legs are gone, uh, and Adam Taggart looks. Someone who's just angry most of the time. He, like, he just looks like he's a frustrated, angry figure that wants out. Now, that could all change if Blue Wings bring back Saw, uh, <laughs> or, or you know, like I don't know, bring back Cha. I don't know. Like, I mean, if, if Blue Wings do something spectacular in terms of managers, yeah. I mean, a manager can take things and can turn mediocre players into good players. I think Brendan Rodgers did it at Celtic, for example. Um, Paul Lambert didn't do it at Ipswich, I guess. But um, you don't know, get like, me started on it. But I think some managers can do it, and it is possible that Blue Wings could turn it around. But I just don't. 
I just don't see them winning when the pressure's on. I don't see... And yes, they may very well beat us in the FA Cup, but... The pressure isn't going to be on there. The pressure isn't going to be on there. And I just think, if Sangju were not getting relegated... It would be one of Seoul or Suwon going down. It would be Seoul or Suwon going down. And the pressure... I, I still think the pressure is on, but the pressure could have been far more on had Incheon somehow managed to hang on to that early lead that they yeah. got at the weekend. I don't know if you saw any, any of that game, but uh, Incheon obviously took the lead early against John Book. I think only only five minutes in they took yep. the lead and ultimately uh, went away with a, a one-each one each draw. Seoul go to John Book this weekend. Can't really see Seoul getting anything there. So it's an interesting thing about John Book. The, the Song Nam took a 2-0 lead at halftime. Uh, the John Book team that came out in the second half was was fired up Songnam also made two changes one in the first half and one at the beginning of the second half which I think really affected our 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 confidence and our and our um... well you got very offended on the group chat when I when I said whatever Kim Namil said at half time he should have kept his trap shut because I, I don't think I think John Book were, I think John Book came out a different team in the second half and that's the point so I want to make Songnam. and that's the point I want to make is like I'm, I'm not a fan of Moraes I don't think He's a good manager. I think he's. I think he's a very average manager. And I think if Ulsan can get enough of a a gap at the top of the table, I think they'll win the league. But one thing he does seem able to do is take that team at half time, kick their arse, and make them come out and fight that second half. He doesn't seem to be able to motivate them from the beginning. Like Incheon one 0 at half time, I think. Uh, Songnam two 0 at half time. Both of those games, they came out and fought and battled the second half. FC Seoul, uh, who yes lost four one to John Book um, earlier in the season, but um, you know it was one each at half time. If you remember, right. I think John Book scored first. Park Chu Young equalised immediately. Second half, John Book came out completely different team, three goals, right? And he seems to be able to take the half t- the half time team talk and get them geared up, motivated, eager. But he doesn't seem to be able to get them from the start. And now, right, and now they're trailing Ulsan by, I think, three points. I think three points, yeah. It is, because Ulsan ground out the victory uh, again against Kangwon uh, on the Sunday, I think it was. Sunday, I think it was. With the youthful Byungji mother <laughs> pulling off the greatest save you've seen since Byungji <laughs> right. was actually in the Actually goals. doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. amazing save. Uh, other games at the weekend, uh, well, there were two other games on Saturday, Busan and Guangzhou, the uh, battle of the promoted teams. That was an absolute thriller, nothing nothing each. Yep. And uh, Sangju uh, beat Daegu, 10 men Daegu, 2-0. Uh, yeah, Sangju <laughs> are looking every much the team that want to prove a point. Um, and it's an interesting point as well, that if Sangju finish second or third... Um, and are obviously relegated and technically turned into a different team same right. team I don't know like because um, they're moving to Gimhe uh, Gimchon I think it Gim is mm. um, does that mean that they hold the same registration and will therefore be in do you year? think anybody has thought about that really <laughs> of course not of course not um, I, don't, I don't even think an army team can be in the ACL actually that was the rule I mean there was always Singapore armed forces for a long yeah. time but the idea is that uh, to qualify for the uh, for the ACL, you need to be able to sign players, yeah. etc. 
etc., which armed forces teams cannot cannot do. The, uh, the, the exception made was yeah, well, and the Singapore armed forces team yeah. were were as well. So, I, I think those exceptions were, were dropped, and that was again one reason why they need yeah. to get Sangju out, out of why, why they need to get Sangmu rather out of the uh, out of the K1. Plus, let's be honest. The ACL 2021 is not going to be the same format anyway. So. No, I, uh, it's yeah, not well, really going to be an issue unless Sandu win the title. Nothing's going to be back to normal till 2022, is yeah. it? So, uh, yeah, I think we, we we don't need to spend too much time speculating on that. Fun as it might actually uh, actually be. Uh, okay, so that leaves Ulsan uh, clear at the top, and uh, also leaves Incheon. Well, I think they're six, seven points behind Seoul and Suwon um, now. They've got four points. Four points. Seoul and, and Suwon have it eleven. Uh, is it 10? Okay, so six um, points behind. Blue Wings definitely have 10 because we cupped them. <laughs> so I'm sure it's 10. I'm sure it's 10. Uh, one thing I want to say just before we move on, uh, I would like to thank uh, the foreign contingent at Pohang for uh, being polite enough to have their photograph taken. Yeah, do tell, tell us all about that. Where, where, that was just where we were outside DQ. Yeah? So, so basically, uh, I'd been out for the day with the wife and, and baby. Um, after the day, it was about twelve o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. He, he, he Day, up, days are different. When he wakes up at father, seven. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> he wakes up at seven and starts crying at seven thirty. Um, so we've been around and we've actually went and bought what's called an, an edu table. But you don't know that, right? But we've been around and bought some some toys from and stuff, and we dropped them off and we went to Home Plus to buy some food. And we went by Home Plus, and interestingly enough, my wife, as she does when she spots foreigners in Korea, went, "Ooh," <laughs> and I went, "What?" She said, "Look." There's four Americans over there. <laughs> um, and I was like, I said, they're not Americans, doll, they're... And I said... I so did you just did you just call did you just call your wife doll? Just just for the podcast. Um, <laughs> so we walked closer up, and I was like, yeah, look at them. Not, not even got a mask on, absolutely shocking. Giving foreigners a bad name. And she's like, you're right, they've no mask. And they've all been jogging in the same clothes. And I noticed... Actually, I noticed the guy at the far right, whose name I cannot remember, um, the the Songnam foreigner with the kind of moustache. Not O'Neill, not Ilyuchenko, Palacios, not Ilyuchenko, but the other one. Okay, Pav- the other one. Right. Okay. Pav- the one that everyone everyone forgets his yeah. name. Yeah. So he was the one I first recognised. So I walked up and I was like, "Hey guys," I said, "Like, were they with their Korean teammates?" Or? They could, there was the four of them, and there was a Korean translator standing across from them. So they weren't with their teammates. Yep, there, yep. there weren't any of the. So the four foreigners just not hanging out with their Korean teammates. Yeah, they were, they were just sitting on a bench outside the Sheraton Hotel. Could be uh, some issues with that team team building and be, things like could that. Be. So I walked over, um, and the Korean guy made a move to, to put his hand up, um, and I went. Oh, their handler. Yeah, I went Pohang, right? And they all just looked at me, kind of as if, what's he going to say? And I went, guys, can I get a photograph? And Ilyuchenko went, Ilyuchenko. Ilyuchenko went, of course you can. So took the photograph of them. Uh, at which point, Brendan O'Neill said, uh, which part of Scotland are you from? I went, Glasgow. He went, I don't need to ask if it's Celtic or Rangers because you're wearing a green top. <laughs> um, we kind of laughed a little bit, we chatted, and then a little bit briefly, and I, I walked away. At which point, Palio said, "What did he say?" <laughs> and O'Neill tries to do everything to him. Okay, that was a great picture you got. Um, yeah, it was really you, good. You did, it, you did put it. You see, you put it up there. I didn't actually. I didn't actually make the connection that you actually took the picture. Yeah, I took it. Yeah, because you didn't. I know you took it, but I, I didn't make the connection with the uh, yeah. with the the thing that you the, that you posted. So, and uh, interesting enough, my wife went, "Who were they?" And I went, "That's Pohang Steelers." And she went, "Oh, are they playing tonight?" I said, "They're playing FC Seoul." She went, "Let's watch the game." 
So because of that, I got to watch some of that game. Some of that's okay. But then it was 8pm and the baby was up and I didn't really see... I think I saw the first half, I think. Uh, the best half? I, I saw that amazing, kind of quite amazing FC Sogo. Hmm. That little chip. Yeah, uh, didn't count for very much though in the second in the second half. Obviously, Pohang went on to win three uh, one uh, very very comfortably, and uh, P- Palacios I think with the last Palacios. minute goal. And uh, I had never really noticed because I've never I had never seen a picture of him just wearing a vest before. My word, that man is built. Um, that man could fight UFC and probably hold about four different belts. Uh, he is and he can still score a goal like that racing at 100 miles an hour at after ni- minute. 94th minute in 30 degree heat and goodness knows humidity that is um, some physical feat yeah I mean the guys are the guys amazing like when I walked up to take the photograph it, it was it was difficult to get him in the whole wide wide <laughs> kind of like landscape format of the, of, <laughs> of, of the photograph he's a, he's, he's a big lad um, yeah I mean he's, he's like, I know people have said because we saw him at Anyang, right? right. Anyang versus... Uh, was it Anyang versus Last, Busan, year, last year, yeah. Um, and I never really I never really noticed him being that that fast, to be honest. And actually, we, when we watched the Seoul Pohang game in that bar in Shindarin, uh, and I think someone tweeted, can't believe they've taken the fastest player in the K-League off at half-time. Half time, hmm. And I was like, Wait, what, I didn't even, what are you talking about? I never really thought he was quick, but God, they... The, the goal he creates for one each, the penalty he gets for 2-1, and the goal he scores for 3-1, that is some amount of pace. That is electric pace. I mean, and as you said, 94th minute, 30 degree heat, 80% humidity. Yeah, that was that, that, that was some goal, that third goal. Anyway, let's not talk about that anymore, as uh, obviously... Wasn't a wasn't a great game. Uh, we'll move on to Kaylee two, and this is where we really need we really need the chief to be here because Suwon City are, are flying. Um, we are. I'm Jung Jun. Um, They've just signed Lars. I'm saying Lars. Um, they beat uh, Dejon Hana Bank four one. League league sponsors. <laughs> referee, pets. referee. Referee pairs off four um, one. I mean, wow, that's with thirty three percent possession as well. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've I've known I've known the chief for a long, long time, and I've watched him on his K-League journey, and it's been it's been a lot of frustration and anger and and annoyance and whatever else. But and this... now there's frustration, anger, and annoyance that he can't get into the stadium yeah, yeah. to actually watch this happen. I mean, this season has been absolutely incredible. I mean, this 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 Sioux and FC are are. Amazing. I, yeah. I did. I did ask earlier on a, a couple of months ago. I, I, I asked. I asked Joe, like, you know, th- this way of playing. Surely they can't maintain this in the summer when it gets hot, when it gets humid. You can't maintain the, the press, the chase. But they have. They have. They. They have. I mean, as he mentioned today, they win a lot, they lose a lot, they don't draw, etc. But yeah, I mean, I always bring up the conversation that, that we had. Just after Hong Kong, uh, when when um, Suwon, Suwon when Songnam was seven points clear at the top of the K2, uh, and everything was great and rosy in the garden, um, Nam was playing amazing football, but he only had one way of playing, and it was that pressing, press, 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 and when it came to the hot, hot summer months, we just faded. We just like we were just 
we were losing last-minute goals, like you know, we we're one 0 up with 60 minutes and losing three-one and two-one and stuff. It was just we just couldn't keep keep going. And Suwon FC are, are doing it. I mean, fair play to them. Like um, how how bad they've been for the last couple of seasons. It's been a it's been a a more than welcome turnaround, to be perfectly honest. Um, and I think I said this uh, recently. Like, and I include the whole bottom six of the K1 here. I don't think any team in that bottom six of K1 could be confident of playing any of the top four or five in a play, in a K2 in a, in a playoff. But I think, to be honest, the playoff has always been like that. I mean, you, you don't really, you don't tend to win it, do you, as a as a team that's going? But looking at those teams, you've got like, I mean, Suwon FC are top. I think Jeju are second. You've got like, you know, uh, Dejon, I think a third. Like Buchan. John Arm are playing really well. You even get Eland challenging for a playoff spot. Um, not because the rest of the K2 is terrible, but because Eland are actually playing really well as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, those top four teams, Jeju, uh, Suwon, Jeju, Dejon and Buchan, are all on their day capable of beating a K1 mm-hmm. bottom six team. Right. Yes, it's over two legs, but still, um, if there was a playoff, I would, I would not be... You'd not be wanting to be the K1, the K, the K1. Well, you'd never really be wanting to pick the K1, the K1 team because that's just the, the nature of the playoffs. You know, the team that's up there getting into the playoff is happy to be in the playoff. The team that's at the bottom of the league is very negative. Yeah. There's a lot of negativity surrounding the club. That, that's always that is always the case. But this year, unfortunately, or fortunately, if you're a, a fan of FC Seoul or Suwon Blue Wings, then that, that's not going to be the that, that's that's not going to be the case. Just the one the one yeah. relegation spot on offer uh, the other games in there yeah you, you mentioned Elan Elan actually took the lead at a penalty it was um, Leandro scored the penalty then he gave away a penalty at the other end yeah. uh, a handball which he said wasn't a handball ah. it was one of the it was one of these new yeah. these new rules I don't think it's a penalty but according to the new rules it, it is and uh, then uh, yeah they uh, Jeju got another and uh, they ended up winning 2-1 solely now with a man sent off as well uh, other games, uh, Ansan and Gyeongnam nil nil. Not really happening for Seo Kihyun just yet, is it? No, but he has beautiful chinos. Oh, does he really? Yes, he does indeed. Is it is, are his chinos as beautiful as the Kangwon Fonz's leather jacket? I think if you put them both together, you would literally have a 1980s fashion icon. I do have Photoshop. Let's <laughs> try our it's best. Get, it's, getting done, best. it's getting done later tonight. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, Soki Hyun, um, yeah, he's he's not doing it. I mean, he was Songnam FC scout. Uh, he was Sun Kyung Hyung University manager. Um, I just I was a little all bit. Of, all of which means he's more than qualified to take over the Gyeongnam job. Um, I was a little bit surprised when we watched a, a Songnam game down in down in Yatap a, a, a few weeks ago with some of the Songnam hardcore, just how visceral they were in their hatred for Soki. Uh, yeah, they don't like him. Really um, don't like him. I think the main reason there is because he was brought in as a chief scout um, and people thought he was brought in to basically undermine uh, Nam Gyeong. Oh, okay. And Nam Gyeong was still a hero with that, that group that of... That particular demographic of Songnam oh, fans. Oh, okay, Songnam fans, right. yeah. The younger ones, maybe not so much, but that, that demographic think that Nam is, is a legend. I mean, don't get me wrong, I... I love Nam, but Kim. the other game, uh, John M actually beat Buchan two two nil. So uh, I think he's right. What do you said? Anyone can beat anyone at the top of that league. Uh, 
I, so that leaves that league. Suwon City uh, on 22 points. Two points clear of Jeju. Uh, Daejeon, uh, Teacher's Pets are down in third with 18. John Am on 17. Buchon now even out of the playoff places. Down on seven, uh, on the 16 with Seoul Eland just one behind, just one behind oh. them. So, yeah, a, a really, really, uh, really fascinating, uh, fascinating second half of the season we've got in prospect there. Yep, and I'm sure the Chief will be back on soon to talk about exactly why Suwon FC are so good. Exactly. Uh, okay, uh, a couple of other things did happen in midweek. There was the uh, FA Cup at... Uh, Good news for Songnam there as well. Um, the draw, or yeah, we beat we beat or, Daegu. Or getting through. Yep, you beat Daegu. Um, it was a giant killing, was it not? Uh, it was to read Twitter. It would be a giant killing. Uh, struggling Songnam in cup upset by beating high flying Daegu. I think is exactly how it should be tweeted. Uh, yeah, we uh, Songnam beat Daegu. Uh, Daegu took the lead. Uh, Songnam equalised and won it with four of the best penalty kicks you'll see uh, Dehan scored his penalty he actually hit the post uh, in extra time I think it was um, and then he, he, he scored his penalty Kim Daewon was the the guy who missed the penalty for, for Daegu, for Daegu. Uh, Seoul also went through on penalties which was kind of amusing given how Pacho Young missed his penalty uh, in normal yeah, time yeah so Pacho Young missed his penalty in normal time and then scored his penalty and, yes yeah. we, didn't, we didn't really I mean he missed his but he sort of fell over when he took his penalty oh, didn't yeah, he I, was, didn't, I didn't see it you, have, you haven't seen it I haven't seen it no I'm, I'm really surprised because I'm pretty sure you'll enjoy that extreme uh, a, a lot even it. though even knowing what happened uh, so that leaves the draw as uh, who's playing who in the, uh, the, uh, the draw was made this lunchtime wasn't it it was it was made this lunchtime we have on top left so to speak uh, we have Ulsan versus Gangwon um, we have an interesting cup game because there's been so many cup games between these two teams since I came to Korea uh, Pohang versus Seoul always Pohang and Seoul uh, if I remember right FA Cup and ACL in, in the, the same, same week with the same week or the yep. same month at least anyway um, we have top right of the of the YouTube draw we have Pusan versus Jombuk and then we have Songnam versus Bluewings and it is a bracket as well now from, yes. from now on in, so it's basically all on for a Seoul Songnam final it's all on for a Seoul Songnam final mm-hmm. it is indeed uh, and that Strangely enough, with the whole um, coronavirus and everything else happening, it's still a two-legged final. Is it really? That's how it looks on the graphic anyway. If someone can correct me, I'd be more than happy to be corrected because I would love it to be a one-legged final. But it definitely looks like it's a two-legged final. Okay. Unlike the ACL, which did apparently claim to be a one-legged final. Oh, speaking of the ACL, uh, we'll find out on Friday. Not sure when this podcast will go up, but anyway... On the twenty fourth, who wins? Who wins? Who wins the draw, or the bidding to host the uh, the regional? But no one wants to host stage. it. Someone because you can't. It. I mean, it, it can't be Korea because of the quarantine. So they won't. No one's going to go for so it. So Qatar is ho- is hosting. West Asia is a little bit different. West though. Asia. Uh, the Maldives are hosting the AFC Cup. Right. And there's st- I don't know who's going to who's going to bid. If anyone will bid. For the, um, I can't like Korea would be the sensible place to hold it, but I can't imagine Korea would actually bid because Korea doesn't want it. I mean, yeah, what I seem to I read some and also though also Korea it's a little bit late in the year, it's a little bit cold. So, well, this is the group stages first, and then the knockout stages. Oh, then the knock- okay, right. 
Um, I read somewhere that uh, oh, what 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 Australian team was it? Perth, Perth Glory. Someone said uh, the ACL was coming back, and we fully expect our games to be in Japan. So not sure if they've heard some word that Japan are going to bid for it. With all the current COVID cases in Japan yeah, right just, now. That's, that's what they tweeted. Mm. Not sure. I mean, the only country that has it under control in the region is Korea. Touch wood. Touch, touch wood. wood, touch touch wood. Touch. I can't find any wood around it. But so so you, would, you would say that Korea would be... The yeah, but Korea, doesn't, but Korea can't have it because yeah. so the quarantine is, is straight. Rightly so, but the quarantine is straight. And no, no one's going to... Well, we, they don't have the facilities for it. So. Yeah. I mean, you would imagine maybe bring them in, host it somewhere like, um, like Jonju or Pusan. Ship everyone down to Pusan. Only got two. Well, oh yeah, yeah. Busan, 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 Busan and Changwon as well because you got two stadiums yeah, there Changwon. as well. Yeah. Mm. Maybe, but um, one thing you I cannot, don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. One thing you cannot do is obviously host anything beyond October in. Um, like anywhere near Dangwon province, right? Because that would just be a ridiculous idea. Would it be too cold, if that's what you mean? Yeah, I mean, you have all the facilities from the Olympics, as long as you forget... Well, that's the point, actually. We got Actually, yeah. there's a load of unused facilities, but I think it would be too cold at that time of year. I think you have to remember that when we say the Olympics, we mean the Winter Olympics. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. There's a ski resort, a ski slope. Right, I don't, I don't, I don't think... Kang, Kang one is going to be a serious no, contender. I think, so. Um, so that, um, I think you're looking at probably Seoul. Don't think, I can't see it. I can't see. It. I can't so see. I, can I can't see, see Korea allowing it. No, but if they were going to allow it, I can see Jeju, for example. Mm. Uh, but again, you play it all in one stadium, uh, or maybe Pusan with like Changwon and Pusan around that area, maybe. But to be perfectly honest, I really don't want it in Korea. Either I, I, I'm ambivalent. I'm, I, I would say just cancel the tournament. This I mean, if, it, if there's no fans allowed in the stadium, yeah, why is the one here? Yeah. So for me, yeah, I don't really. But care. as far away as possible. Yeah. Yes, yeah. In, in, indeed. Uh, speaking of fans in the stadium, it doesn't look like it's anywhere near imminent, does it? Um, no. I mean, the cases are. They're not exactly exploding, but they're not exactly. Um, we are allowing spectators either. back in the race course this weekend under for strict. 100%? No, not 100%. Uh, 100% confirmed that we are, yeah, yes. Yeah, mean, yeah. Uh, not 100% capacity, no. Uh, 10% capacity to begin with, but it is it is definitely happening. Obviously, horse racing is a little bit different in that uh, 60,000 jobs depend on the industry and they have no funding unless they have wagering. Uh, and th- therefore, there's obviously been probably more of a... Uh, more of a... People have been more driven to actually get it to happen, but it still seems, for whatever reason... It, it's not safe to go to a baseball game. It's not safe to go to a football game, but it's safe to um, do everything else that we can do here. Yeah. yeah. So, one last thing I want to ask before we wrap it all up, uh, we have to we have to talk about the uh, VAR issue again. I guess just really briefly because it wasn't the only um, mistake that was made. But one thing just to wrap up is if the capacity in a football stadium was, for example, ten percent. Um, would you go? I have no interest in going. I have no interest in going until it's back to normal, basically. Um, no, I, I, I've seen pictures of some places which have had their stadiums open, and it's it, not for me. Like Part of the, the, the joy of going to a K-League game is just to be free, sit around, do what you want, have a few beers, 
have a good time. Yeah. Now I, you know what? I can, because everything else is open. I can watch it on TV and then go out. Yeah. And then go out and go for barbecue or whatever afterwards um, without it. No, not yeah. for me. Yep. I mean, I have the exact same opinion. It's like um, the FA Cup game has been played on July 29th. It's obviously way too soon, I imagine, to let fans back in. If they turned and said, you know, fans are back in, but you know, you have to sit X meters apart. There's no alcohol. There's no singing. There's no cheering. Uh, I would, and, and the QR code doesn't work for foreigners anyway. Okay, <laughs> uh, I would go home that day, or I would find a pub, uh, watch the game in the pub, which I will probably almost certainly do because it's the FA Cup. Uh, have a few beers, watch it, enjoy it. But for me, um, I love football, obviously, but. Uh, I'm not going to go and sit in a stadium where I can't talk, sing, or do my whatever I do normally in a stadium. So for me, keep them close just now. Make sure everything's okay. Write the season off. Start again next year. Start again next year. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, before we uh, before we sign off, are we going to do some uh, predictions for this week's games? We are indeed. And home I'm- win, home win, away win, home win, draw. Okay, so you've got Sangju winning, you've got Songnam winning, you've got the Blue Wings <laughs> winning, I? which is... Yeah. Oh, Christ, okay, Let's no. go through it in order. So, Sangju and Ulsan. Uh, draw. Songnam Kangwon. Away win. Gwangju Blue Wings. Home win. Daegu Busan. Home win. Chonbuk Seoul. I mean, like, can you put a double home win? Uh, home win. Pohang Incheon. Uh, home win. Okay, uh, into K2, Anyang and uh, Naisu won. Draw. Cool, okay. I hope Joe doesn't listen to the end of this. Uh, Soli Land and Asan. Asan or Asan? A- Asan. Asan. Uh, home win. Buchon and Antan. Home win. Jonam and Gyeongnam. A so Kihan inspired a way win. Dejon and Jeju. High scoring draw. High scoring draw. With about four penalties. Okay. None of them that were originally given, but yeah, VAR yeah. Gave, gave them yeah. to uh, gave them to Dejon in the hope that they could somehow equalise, but they keep missing them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That just about wraps things up. Uh, to play us out. Well, we've we've had a lot of mistakes, but. They're finally admitting them, and, admitting they're, them. and they're regretting them. Take it away, Garth. I hope you understand. It can happen to anyone of us.